0: Boys and girls, welcome back to another edition, your weekly installment of Franchise Buys Games. It is the second best gaming podcast on the planet, at this point uncontested. I am titular protagonist, old franchise, that right there is the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny.
1: Good evening everyone.
0: I feel like I always lead up to that, the introduction, and you leave me hanging for, for a long time every time you do it. <laughs>
1: Just a little bit. (laughs) You
0: just fucking tease me, like, like, is he, is he there? Isn't he? Is he gonna show?
1: Has he actually turned up for his job?
0: (laughs) That he's not getting paid for. Boys and girls, as I said, that is producer, nice guy Johnny. This is your weekly game news roundup, where we go over not every piece of game news, because some of it we just don't have the time. We we try to stick to an hour show, because it's a a nice little chunk, and now I think, I think it's a good-sized chunk. We're not, we're not the Giant Bombcast who can run two, an hour, two and a half, three hours and, and get them listens. We're, but we might get there one day, one day, for those interested. Giant Bombcast is the first best game news podcast, and that <laughs> also is uncontested in my eyes. Uh, Johnny, let's start this week the same way we start every week. What are you playing?
1: Well, um, we dove, well, I, I bit the bullet as well and dove into squadrons, Star Wars squadrons. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we I'll did. i it very briefly. I have barely scratched the surface of that game. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think the surface is that big, but I've oh. barely scratched it. <laughs> <clears throat> it's
0: not exactly a massive surface area on there to scratch at. Well, uh, I stand corrected. I will correct myself on that one. I think there is a lot to scratch at, in the campaign, not <clears> necessarily the multiplayer. Uh, we did stream it, so I was streaming uh, on Sunday. I streamed some squadrons, and then you jumped Sunday, on, yeah. so we we streamed some of the multiplayer as well. So what's uh, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts, Johnny? Boil boil the piss off it for us, will ya?
1: Um, There's a nostalgia hit me right in the face as a fan who used to play like Rebel Assault and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, an X Wing Alliance, mm-hmm. which I absolutely loved. And given now, you know, what you can actually vis- the visuals of it, and yeah. you know, they've got everything on point. You know what I mean? The aesthetics of it are very pleasing. It feels good. You know, from it's got t- touchy you like. Um, elite lead to it as well in terms of the um, fair right, enough. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah. basic, but the the resource management things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, fuck me, it's hard to play. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah. Me, it
1: is hard to play. Yeah. I I've yet to um, feel comfortable playing that game. So. I,
0: I started to uh, in the multiplayer. I felt like a fish out of water in campaign, and I don't know what it was. Uh, I said this on stream, and I'll say it again here. Uh, there's something about flight sims. Can we call it a flight sim?
1: It's more of a sim. Yeah, it is. It.
0: It's more of a sim. There's something about flight sims whereby if you are in first person, which arguably is the best way to play a flight sim, uh, I th- I think because you don't physically see your ship doing its and circle because you're in the cockpit, and when you're in space, there's not often something that, like, a point of focus that you can focus on while, you, while you're while you doing your turn. Uh-huh. I always feel like it's cumbersome. And it, it probably isn't. I will say that that's probably me. But it feels cumbersome. Uh, and see, this one doesn't escape that either. You see, and, for
1: me...
0: Sorry, go on, Mick. Go on. No,
1: like, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish your point. <laughs>
0: it was... <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. Did you uh, did you interrupt me? Sorry.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> is it what podcast. What? Hmm? Hmm? Hmm?
0: Sorry, did I interrupt you on franchise spice games? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the uh, what I was going to say was the the times very much, when you said it, you compare it to uh, Elite. The cockpit itself. There's massive, massive comparisons to be made from straight away. The VR mission that was in Battlefront Two, uh, and also Eve Valkyrie. I don't know if you ever played Eve Valkyrie. It's a VR title. Uh, I
1: haven't, but I, very, I know you have.
0: And he is. I'm in a bit of a, a bit of a bind here because we bought it on Xbox because I wanted the best possible looking Star Wars game, and haven't played it. I can't help but think, ah. Uh, this would have been a better purchase on PlayStation, so I could play it in VR. I couldn't I help but think that. So, the problem I had in campaign, uh, this this is not just in Star Wars Squadrons. This is so again why I think it's a me problem, a franchise problem. Whenever I'm in a flying game, be it Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, where I can actually see me craft or uh, battlefield, any of the battlefields when you're in a flying vehicle and you can actually go third person on the vehicle, Uh, I always find that if I'm in first person, I seem to struggle to actually find anyone and I'm locked in an endless turning circle trying to find someone, and then when I do find them, 99% of the time, they're flying right at us and then whiz past on my port, on my starboard, they just fly past us. And then I've got to do a whole turn and circle to try and get back into the fight. Now, I will say in squadrons, there is there is a mechanic there. So you can almost handbrake turn your ship in space, which is a really nice mechanic. I haven't yet mastered it. I've hit it a couple of times, so you. I think the idea is you put all of your resources into your jets so you fly in quicker your engines you fly in quicker more nimble you push L3 to boost and then while you're boosting you whack i I think I don't know if you whack all the throttle off and hit L3 again and spin and you sort of like drift so you'll do like a, a drift in space which is very nice because as you come out the drift you can whack the throttle straight back up and then rock it off again that's a nice turn, and it's, a, it, it's, when you pull it off, a very nice turn, and it feels a lot more, well, fucking hell, I'm still in this fight. It doesn't feel like, shit, the flow pasters. now where's another fucking three hours trying to find the fuckers again. But that being said, that was very much a campaign problem. When we jumped into multiplayer, uh, all of those little bugbears were gone, and I don't know if it's because it was a smaller arena to fly around in uh there's ast- i mean a, a big part of the two maps I've played so far in like a, the the dogfight mode are littered with asteroids so you sort of you're not just floating around endlessly in space you are d- like weaving in and out of the asteroid belt and sort of trying to lock on your targets locking on and following them and multiplayer i had a, a great time not so much on single player. And that's that's I hate that because that's where the Star Wars is. That's where the Star Wars lives in this fucking campaign that respects the the IP, it respects the law, it respects the canon of the whole fucking thing. And there's cameos in there that are just fucking superb. Who I I just didn't see coming. Uh just fucking so I do want to spend more time in it. And I do want to get better at it to fully enjoy the game and fully enjoy that campaign. But I'm at that pivotal point now where I'm like, should I just fucking, shall I bust out my PSVR, a double buy and replay it in VR?
1: I'm gonna, I because at multiplayer, I had a shocking time. Shocking. The force is not with
0: me. I don't want mean, to. I don't want to see anything like that.
1: I was—I could only describe it as, as drowning in the outer rim of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the thing is that what I, what is alluring to me to it is that it's got—it's definitely got a learning curve, mm-hmm. right? So it puts it more in the thing of, of a flight sim rather than like an arcade yeah. flight shooter, which is going to be—you know—you need to spend some time mastering it, and you're going to get some. Some satisfaction eventually of mastering those controls mm-hmm. with a lot of frustration to begin with. Mm-hmm. The thing is like you talk about it being clunky. I found it the other way around because like it's very responsive and yet like you can easily just get lost in the controls. yeah. But in terms of playing elite where you're very much in open expansive game of like space, mm-hmm. there's very rarely nothing else around you except like a space station here which you don't fight around. it's always in the open areas of space.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So having the actual asteroids there as a reference and things to mingle around means that you've got to be responsive with your flights. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You can't do like lumbering turns and go, right, I'll just do this massive loop the loop Mm -hmm. to try and get them. So one thing I felt like it should should have had was like buttons for like evasive maneuvers. Yeah. But then that would put it squarely in an arcade flight game rather than a sim game. Yeah. So I can appreciate why they haven't done it, but I felt like I missed it being a novice player.
0: I mean, that's that's something else. Uh, maybe I did miss about it being clunky. That was that was only on the turning. I felt the turning wasn't tight. Uh, when I'm in the combat and I'm either chasing someone or somebody's chasing me, I find that to be very fluid, uh, providing they're not coming straight at us and I lose them. One thing I did... So, I'm not going to say dislike because I think it's just preference, but flying the TIE fighter, true to form, the front window of the TIE fighter is a big circle, and that's it. You don't have like the cockpit. Do you know what I mean? You haven't got like a like in a car you'd call it a moonroof, mm-hmm. like the big glass panel coming all the way back over your head. You don't have that in the TIE fighter, so you lose a lot of the field of view, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. But I don't know how much I would like that in VR if I'm sitting there and I look around and I'm surrounded. I can actually look around in my cockpit and I'm surrounded by fucking buttons and fucking doofers and Watsets. Maybe that would be different, you know what I mean? But I didn't I didn't care for the for the TIE fighter, I must admit.
1: This is my thing in terms of looking around the cockpit. Like in elite and stuff, you can look you look around the the dashboard and things like that and you've got different for your resource management and things like that. But mm-hmm. you, you need to look off screen a little bit to look at your inventory and things like that. Yeah. Because most of the time you're you're shipping back and forth and just doing the grind. You're not really dog fighting. Yeah yeah, yeah. Which The whole point of this game is dog fighting. So yeah I don't think the look around option I don't think's needed.
0: No. No. Um and I think I'm spoiled because I have played um Star Wars the the VR Star Wars mission. I've played that so i've been in an x-wing cockpit where i physically turned around and i saw my r2 unit and when i looked when i looked at it it acknowledged us the r2 unit started talking to us when i was looking at it and i Uh could see everything around and again i've played a valkyrie and a valkyrie you look down and you see your feet on like depending on the ship you've got like a like a glass panel, so you can sort of like a glass bottom boat. You can see through the bottom of your boat in case you're flying over the top of someone, or you're looking around. Uh, I don't know. I think the VR. I'm. Maybe I'm going to try this in VR and I'll, I'll report back on it next week to see if VR makes it a better experience. Or maybe I'll try it in VR and I'll report back next week that I was violently sick all, sick. all down me own front. <laughs> yeah. Violently sick on me fucking groin somebody's done a boo-boo on my groin but uh yeah so that's that squadrons that's star wars squadrons more yeah, time I... more time to be spent in the campaign for me and really learning Definitely. the nuances of this game because Definitely. what i've what i've seen the elements i have seen of like you can fly it balanced and everything's balanced or depending on your play style or depend on the situation you're in you can like right I'm going to drive all of the resources into the jets so i can fly quicker into the engines but that comes at a cost because my shields and my my lasers aren't going to be at full scratch or you can channel into the lasers so your lasers recharge quicker and again that comes at a cost or your shields and then there's another layer of nuance whereby if you're in your shields for example if you're being chased you can think fuck i can't i can't shake this guy because he's on my case you can then flip to your shields and then go another level and focus all your shields on your rear so you've got like a a naughty shield on the rear so if it's behind you pelting things at you it's hitting what is a supercharged shield giving you time to maneuver out the way and then potentially get out of the 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 predator prey situation refocus your resources into your lasers and get into the combat. So there's so much nuance there that's just to be picked at and to be perfected. And the time I've spent with it so far I haven't. Multiplayer, yeah. I enjoyed. Definitely. The campaign I haven't given enough time to fully enjoy that. To give it the I t- I haven't given it the time it deserves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There was a there's another game came out this week, Johnny, that I did not get on. Uh, and from looking at my Twitter feed, it's like a fucking in Ghost Town. There's very few people talking about this game. And that game is Crash Bandicoot 4. Really? Yeah, that is, uh, that is actually out. And I am seeing nobody play that game. Which begs the question to me, if everybody bought and played the Insane Trilogy, yet nobody buys Crash 4, did Crash 4 come out at a bad time? Did it not get uh, the marketing machine right? Because uh, it's to be fair, it's been radio silent for me. And I've fucking I've got a gaming podcast. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I, I, I follow <laughs> everything to do with games, and I'm not. Have even a seen lot. a review for it? To no, be no, I haven't. I haven't. I'm not seeing a lot of Crash 4. and that is that's not worrying, but it'll be fucking sad if that doesn't sell well because I don't know why I haven't bought it I just don't think I don't think I'm in that that headspace where I want to play a platformer right now a 3D platformer a 2D platformer whatever I'm not in that headspace of platformer all the trailers Crash War looked really fucking good but...
1: is, it, is it a weird thing is it like you know if I want to play a platformer I just want to play one I've played before just like the remake the insane trilogy Mm -hmm. like i'm in the mood for playing a a jazzed up version of an, an old platformer that's comfortable to play rather than a new one
0: yeah that could be it like
1: i don't know just like
0: that could be it possibly because there is there is the possibility here that uh the somebody somewhere or a lot of people have mistaken one zeitgeist for another uh and to expound on that possibly somebody's mistaken the zeitgeist of people who want to play platformers as opposed to people who want to play remakes
1: exactly
0: and that's uh, <clears throat> I, i've Crash what i haven't seen the numbers i will check the npd probably after this podcast or like after the first week at least i'll check the npd and see what crash for see what kind of numbers it did but I hope it does well. I do because it looked great, and Crash Bandicoots a, an amazing mascot for PlayStation. Uh, Insane Trilogy was great. Crash Team Racing was great, albeit f- f- yeah, just infuriatingly difficult at times. But it was <laughs> it was a very accomplished racer, uh, and the two remakes have been superb. The Crash Team Racing remake and the Insane Trilogy were fucking superb. And I just hope that translates into really good sales for Crash 4 But right now I am not seeing people talking about it That doesn't necessarily mean nobody's playing it or buying it I'm just not seeing It just doesn't have any fucking It doesn't appear to have any mind space for me It's not occupying any part of my fucking Periphery at all Peripheral, not peripheries It's not in me peripheries Periphery, peripheral Move on Move, move on. <laughs> He's tripped over his own words We need to move on what else He found
1: too many words this time <laughs> I'd <laughs> use them all
0: Play the Hyperboloff name, Jude Distract them Let's play Hyperboloff What else have we been playing this week, John?
1: Um, we, we dove in for a full Panther squad On COD as well canada Albert. canada Albert? War that zone. war zone.
0: That war zone. We dropped off for that Avengers. It... And then we dropped back on. We would just bat in it. Back in that war zone game.
1: That that was a good night though, that that was that when we were holding out on the rooftop. That mm. was the one of the best games I've played.
0: That was a guy that, so. we've had some fucking superb games. Um we came third that night. That was the highest we managed that night. I think the 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 strain before it was a a random Thursday stream so obviously everybody listening to this will know by now Monday, Wednesday, Sunday that's the streaming days I will stream in between Johnny's often there There, we streamed on a Thursday and it was just me and Willie Uh, we got the fucking dub on that night like in Duos that was a fucking hell of a night That. that's what I mean though like 2020 and I'm sitting here like uh, nigh on a year after the release of Modern Warfare and Warzone, I'm sitting here a year later, and I'm still talking about how much I'm enjoying Warzone. I'm still streaming Warzone 99% of the time. Do you know what I mean? They've done, mm-hmm. they've just done something right here. I, I will say they've, they really need to fucking up their anti-cheat game. Like, uh, I don't think we suffer too much from it. There's been times where we've absolutely been fucking murdered by people who are using hacks uh, like wall hacks or lock hacks we've we've fell victim to that but not as much as what I'm seeing from the streaming community who play uh, 19 100% PC PC based streamers uh th- this the amount of hackers that PC players are coming up against is nothing short of terrifying like and for a game this big for from a company as big as Activision. I mean, Valorant's put anti-cheat software in. You know what I mean? Riot is the Activision Blizzard of the East. You know what I mean? Riot and Activision still... They've got this absolute gem on the hands here. Well, personally, I think Call of Duty never sold poorly. But I do think it had a good couple... Probably three or four years there where Call of Duty wasn't necessarily well thought of. People were buying it still out of possibly habit. I don't know. Or hoping that would be the game to turn it around. And it just seemed to be a string of three to four years there uh, where people were just shitting on Call of Duty and the numbers did start to come down. Battlefield came out with like Battlefield uh Battlefield One, Battlefield Five Battlefield 5 albeit had a bit of a rocky fucking road but like still a great game and more people were starting to talk about Battlefield particularly Battlefield 1 but I'm thinking Modern Warfare was superb the multiplayer was again superb Warzone took everything it learned from Blackout and it took everything it learned from every other popular Battle Royale game and it's, it's absolutely dominating it is the premier Battle Royale game and it's riddled with fucking issues that stand a very good chance of killing the game for a lot of people you know what I mean where's where's the foresight to try and apply what other companies other giant companies are doing to keep cheats out like what game was it Uh, was it was it Hyperscape who were putting they were finding cheats and hackers and they were putting them in lobbies together or was it Apex? One of the Battle Royals did it and I caught it's off the top of my head I can't remember who it was. But they were just funnelling all these people who were confirmed hackers into the same lobby. So it was just a lobby full of hackers playing against each other forever. Which was a, a brilliant move. That's that's a troll on a troll, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I can't remember um. who did that. Never mind. It'll come back to us uh, probably at about three AM when I just bolt sit bolt upright in bed and just scream it out. Spell break Who knows? Who knows? Bit- the thing
1: is though, for Activision it's like Warzone's not the premier thing at the moment. No. It's the it's the, the main game and the the multiplayer that come around that people pay the dollar for and eventually th- obviously this fills the gap in between and it'll grow. And I, I I still think they're in that mode of like Warzone was an experiment and they didn't expect it to kick off, mm. and like you say, when Air Cold, Air Cold War comes out, it'll um the refreshed Warzone will probably match the ambition this time. I, I hope speak.
0: so. I hope so, because there must be the they must have made. I don't want to say billions, but definitely high millions of of Warzone. Of people buying battle pass, of people buying skins, uh, like, fucking... If I see a skin that's got a variation of the dog, I'm buying it. Do you know what I mean? That's... that At, at the least, that's eight quid a time. And how many pets do I have? Three. <laughs> three dogs, a bat, a crow, a hyena. I just keep fucking buying them.
1: Nice guy Johnny who turns up with his podcast every week. Fucking...
0: But, uh, he does
1: feed me. He does feed me, everybody. Every
0: now and again. Every now and again. <laughs> Keep him hungry, it keeps him sharp. <laughs> if he's hungry, he's focused.
1: <sighs>
0: what else? Have you been playing anything else, Johnny, or is that it?
1: That's pretty much it. Yeah. That is pretty much it.
0: Same, same, mate, same. Uh, and I think, again, as I said last week, I think the problem we've got is, right now, we are pre-next-gen funk, where exactly. nothing is... Nothing's hitting quite right because nothing is what we want to be playing right now. Nope. What I just want to what I, I, just, I want to I be playing just round the corner. Yeah. What I want to be playing is Miles Morales. What I want to be playing is Demon Souls. What I want to be playing is Godfall. Even though Godfall uh, Godfall to me, right, I don't know if you remember when Xbox three sixty launched. There was pardon me, there was a game called Ninety Nine Nights. Yes godfall smacks to me of the playstation 5 version of 99 nights but maybe with nowhere near the amount of people on the field 99 nights was essentially a dynasty warriors clone but it it, it's the same vibe it's a hack and slash game that's that's the comparison i'm making like a hack and slash not a massive battlefield like war going on like dynasty warriors-esque i mean like looks really pretty it's the, one of the first things to come out on the new console it looks really pretty uh, and it's just very basic hack and slash that's what godfall's feeling like to me but i still because it's new i'm like well i have to try it it's
1: interesting to- though because you've just mentioned all those games that will be after the fact in terms of series x
0: yeah you know what i mean i mean the the elephant in the room is there's the thing that's coming out that I want to play on the Xbox is Cyberpunk. Uh, essentially, just to cut a long story short, none of them are exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas it's, I'm excited to play Demon Souls. I'm excited. I've done it guys wrong. I'm excited to play Cyberpunk, and we'll segue straight into the choice cuts this week. We'll, we'll open up strong speaking of Cyberpunk, but this we are we are missing we are missing the launch exclusives. We know there's an absolute fuck ton of exclusives coming They're not all AAA Look at what's coming at Game Pass And look how many of them are exclusive to Game Pass From the many different Microsoft Studios But none of them None of them are the uh, Halo Infinite None of them are the State of Decay 3 None of them are the fucking Gears of War What's the next one? 6 yeah, like We don't have that that big heavy hitter coming out so I am leaning to Playstation for the heavy hitters which uh, Playstation keep fucking up continually yet they've still they've got that golden goose of those exclusives I mean even though uh, the only real game there is Demon's Souls we don't know what Godfall is it looks like a very basic hack and slash that will just pass some time uh, Miles Morales is glorified DLC do you know what I mean like Demon Souls is probably the one I think uh, it's the third parties so you've got Valhalla, Black Ops Cold War, uh, Devil, May 5, Devil May Cry 5, Destiny 2's latest expansion Beyond Light, Godfall uh, we know Fortnite's going to be there. Uh, first part. Uh, I mean, that pretty much wraps up. Cyberpunk is the the other one. So I, I don't know. It's just muddy waters. It's muddy waters, Johnny. It's like I'm going to essentially play on my third party on the Series X because it's the better machine, mm-hmm. and I'm going to yep. play Godfall, Demon Souls, Miles Morales, and never Sackboy Boy. I'm not. I will. I do not want to touch Sackboy if it's not medium uh, I don't molecule, want to touch oh, you want to touch Sackboy, boy, do you? <laughs> Check his hard drive. Check his hard drive. I don't want to play a Sackboy boy game. If it's not medium molecule <laughs> and it's not little big planet, fucking five or whatever we're up to now, I don't want to play it. I don't even really want to play a little big planet. If I'm honest, but again, it's just not the time for me. Little platformers, not the time. So uh, should, should we? Uh, should we move on into that old choice cuts, Johnny?
1: Yes, sir. What's S- on the uh, Schmorgers board today? The
0: Schmorgers board tapas, sir. Tapas. The. Uh, Oof. Oof. Yes. the I, I mean, we'll we'll jump into cyberpunk because obviously we've just been talking about it. Uh-huh. So, cyberpunk has, despite a slew of fucking rumours, it's gone gold.
1: It's gone gold.
0: It's uh, it it it's coming on time. Not, not I mean. Come and at a cost, apparently.
1: It's round the corner. It's, it's it's the one I'm excited about playing. Yeah. Um, and it's got a bit of baggage associated with this one, I, I suppose. You know. Yeah. Because obviously it was it was delayed. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, has the delay really caused any any grief? Really, I think this one might clean up a bit more on the next gens, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be for both. But it's like, because it's it's, it's, it's what, is it 9th, November 19th, the release? Is that right? Or is that, I thought it was the 20-something?
0: Is it not coming out alongside a PlayStation 5 release in the UK? Th- the 19th? I think it is.
1: I think it is the 19th.
0: Yeah. Yep. Gone gold, baby. So it's definitely coming. The, the, the rumours of delay after delay after delay were untrue. Uh, to what level, we don't know yet. We'll have to see and how big the day one patch is.
1: That's what I was going to say, what? <laughs> should we do a little sweepstake on how big <laughs> is, that going to be a, is that going to be a 20 or 50 giga? <laughs>
0: I suspect. I mean, the it, it took up uh, the lion's share of the news for uh, for a couple of days. Um, CD Project Red, the way it's been put across imposed six-day working weeks for a very limited time. So the six or seven weeks running up the release, Everyone was working Saturdays uh, to get the game ready to ship for the nineteenth. The they are obviously still working hard at work on the day one patch, which we'll have to see how big that fucker is. The lion's share of the news cycle was it was just two sides of the fence. You had there was no middlemen. There was either this is deplorable. This is crunch. CD Projekt Red had publicly said they didn't want anything to do with Crunch and the, the mental health and welfare of their employees was more important than shipping a game. We will not do Crunch. And then they employed Crunch, which is a little hypocritical. But the other side of that fence is paid work for it's a six day working week for six weeks, paid like a lot of crunch in the industry the problem with crunch in the industry is when you are expected to work and potentially don't get uh, compensated for it monetarily shall we say that's where crunch becomes expected
1: to be part of your your job yeah. yeah
0: that's where crunch becomes a little fucking insidious when your developers are just expected to work and you're not paying them for the hours that they're doing and the work and this isn't just working a six-hour Saturday this is fucking working every night until 11 o'clock 12 o'clock and you're not getting paid for it five days a week and then work all day Saturday and some of Sunday crunching away that's that's insidious that's not right that's unhealthy for people that unfortunately is how the game industry is, is built itself To to the behemoth that it is now and we wouldn't be sitting here playing these games on the days that we play them if crunch wasn't a thing we'd be waiting a hell of a lot longer for games and that's also quite deplorable because we shouldn't be like hang on a minute you're not shipping it what an absolute bastard like as soon as there's a delay look at the fucking reaction people are like oh this game's fucked you've delayed it again what are you doing it's a joke it's a joke and it's like well However, mate, if you're gonna, you can't have your cake and eat it, either be a fucking justice warrior for anti crunch and accept delays when they come if the crunch isn't real or wait longer for your game, or don't fucking say anything, wait till the delay and then absolutely fucking troll them for no reason whatsoever. Like, it's such a, and again, it comes down to this fucking community that we find ourselves in, Johnny.
1: Exactly. I mean, Flip, let's look at it from the perspective of the uh, like the employees. Yeah, here, the, dev, the devs running on it. Okay. Or let no, let's flick it up to the employers. You know, the, the CEOs and and the, and the senior management of of the company. Yeah. Coming out and publicly saying something. Obviously, when the news and the hot, it was hot about you know working conditions and actively saying that. Yeah. They chose the words wrong, right? Yeah. What they should have said is, "We won't be doing mandatory crunches and." And people you know when it's required, as it is, let's say, generally known in the industry that this is what it takes to deliver a AAA polished yeah. game. Yeah, that it 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 will be a requirement, and workers will be compensated properly for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's all it's coming out now that the workers will be compensated for the overtime that they do. Yeah, they could have obviously they were just reacting to the news before and trying to put the put employees at at ease, I guess, mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. what was coming out, but it's been, you know, ineffective, made a promise they can't keep. Yeah. So, no matter how they were going to say it, it was it was a lose-lose situation here. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, th- these conditions, these aren't, I mean, outside of being the second best gaming podcast on the planet, we're both young professionals. Yeah. Uh, I I, I won't speak for you, but I can speak for myself when I say those conditions that I refer to as crunch. It's not something I have to do in my line of work, but a certain level of commitment to the company outside of working hours is expected. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's it's not OTT. It's not every day, depending on, like, again it's, that's situational and, and where you work within the business but this isn't just something that affects the game industry the crunch of working every night until midnight for months on end that's a very different that's a very different kettle of fish to what CD Projekt Red have done and crunch has been attached to that Yeah, and I think that's where we need to draw the line here that's not that's paid overtime. That's paid overtime to help the business. Maybe it's mandatory. I don't know. I've I've worked for places with mandatory overtime. Do you know what I mean? This isn't just a uh, this isn't just a game industry thing. The problem then becomes whispers on the internet of well, I've heard that actually CD Projekt Red have been doing this for months uh, unpaid unsociable hours and it's like yeah but where's we're going to need a little bit of proof here before we get the pitchforks and before we get the flaming torches we're going to need a little bit of proof here and we're also going to need all these people who are up in arms about it to not buy cyberpunk and what are the chances of that? what are the chances of that? it's just a a big old bag of hypocrisy the first person to
1: complain yeah, the first person to complain about people crunching would be the first the next person to complain about the game being delayed.
0: Yeah. So or how bad it is. Or how big the day one patch is, or this is fucking blah blah blah, the to fix this, then they need to fix that. Like on day one. Fucking I. But anyway, look, we're getting it. We're getting Cyberpunk. It's gone gold. It's it's somewhat tarnished by this crunch debate surrounding CD Project Red. But no delay, no delay. Come the 19th of November, that foot was going to drop on my doormat the same day as the PlayStation 5, touch wood. Uh, up to now, I haven't had any emails saying that I've been affected and I might not be getting it launched yet. Have you?
1: Not for the PS5, no.
0: No. Uh, well, or the Xbox. because so you didn't get the PS5, did you? Uh,
1: no, because I didn't get the PS5. No, I have had, no I'm expecting... An email in the next few days to to remind me to pay the balance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I went uh, I went with Amazon, so they're just going to take all of that in a one-off.
1: <laughs> so I, I dropped my Amazon one and kept with my curries. So i have um, uh,
0: save a bit of cash. I can
1: save a little, save a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I I thought it was also unfair sitting on one from Amazon as well when someone else could have it. Whether someone else picked it up, you're welcome if anyone did.
0: If somebody's picked up Johnny's cancelled pre-order, uh, you're welcome. Oh, what was that? Right, so Cyberpunk, dropping same day as the PS5. However, <laughs> I am buying it on the Xbox Series X. So whether or not I get to actually play Cyberpunk on launch day what? is going to be a different story, because like, I'll have Demon Souls there, and that's going to be priority number one for me.
1: So here's the other thing about Cyberpunk I'm a bit concerned about, uh-huh. right? Is the next-gen version of it or upgrade coming at the same time, or is that 2021?
0: No, the next-gen, the true next-gen upgrade is coming 2021. However, as we discussed last week, because of the sheer might of the hardware, it'll still run better on a Series X. Series X will bring out the absolute best in Cyberpunk before it even gets a next-gen upgrade.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, but it's still... Again, that thing about having exclusives and things that the PS5's got, maybe, Mm. and having you—you might actually get the next-gen feel with Spider-Man, despite it so and so being a half a game. You might actually get that. Might be your first inkling of next-genness. Yeah, which I will be jealous about. Yeah. In terms of visuals, let's say, let's not take, let's not, not in terms of response. Yeah. We were talking about you know Xbox previews and did know <laughs> going on in a further week. It, it, it seems to be everywhere. The flooded influencers and journals and stuff. Yes. Yeah.
0: Like everybody, um, everybody but me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> everybody but me got a fucking preview build of the Xbox Series X, and uh, more every day something else comes out about that. It, it just a. a, a can we just fucking have a moment to just give some GG's to fucking Microsoft because they've played this just oh, perfect in a fucking world where what we see of the PlayStation 5 which we'll get on next but what we see of the PlayStation 5 is marred with questions and doubts and f- evidence on the internet that it wasn't actually genuine uh, I'll get on to that in a minute but Xbox have just put it all out. It's out there, it's in the wild. You've got like you said, like you said, journals, influencers, every foot has got one. Everybody's doing some piece on frame rates, on backwards compatibility, on loading times, on quick resume. It's like Jesus, like yeah. they've got all these people doing the hard work for them.
1: And and and, it, and it's and it's a meeting yeah, it's either meeting or surpassing expectations in that kind of thing. You know yes. what I mean? So. What may may sound gimmicky on page like this quick resume, people are actually seeing this is this is pretty good. Actually, you know, in terms fucking, of what
0: it is, this is absolutely sick. Like literally within seconds, <clears throat> I'm flipping. I'm flipping between full games within seconds. It's fucking stupendous. What I wanted to touch on there, what I was alluding to was uh, we've had our first look at the PlayStation Five through Japanese it's starting YouTubers, to come out now. Japan. Yeah, yeah. So Japanese YouTubers have had the the grubby myths all over PlayStation 5. So what we saw was the Japanese YouTubers had been invited. This wasn't sent to them. They were invited to an event where the console was on a table. There was a big monitor in front of them. They weren't allowed to touch the console. They could have photos next to it. But by God, if you touch that, we will chop your Japanese hands off. And they got to sit and play games <laughs> on the PlayStation 5. They didn't see the UI. They didn't see the store. They didn't really see a lot. They just got to play games. Now, so uh, arguably,
1: this is a staged console as well. Yes. Could it be?
0: Yes. Well, that's what that's what the eagle-eyed Xbox have all picked up on. Wanting to quickly chop <laughs> any momentum Sony was about to gather, the Xbox jumped on it and just chopped the fucking tree down the uh it looks as though the PlayStation wasn't actually on or it actually it turned off it went into standby halfway through playing uh which led a lot of people to believe the PS5 sitting on the bench was a mock-up unit that didn't it wasn't connected to anything and they were actually playing a game they didn't see the UI or anything because they were playing a game that was running on a PC on the back end so again like ugh what i also don't understand is the head of playstation is herman Hulst, who came from guerrilla games who has essentially uprooted and moved the playstation headquarters into europe and it's running a very much more of a european base of operations now why is it the japanese that got their hands on this console first
1: the Sony Corporation, isn't it?
0: Is it because Sony knows Japan is its strongest market? Not necessarily what? its strongest market, but definitely Microsoft's weakest market. Well possibly.
1: It? Possibly. Um I mean I think there's also there's a touch of historic stuff, you know what I mean? They've always had it first and looking at it and things yeah, like that. So there's that. Yeah. But you no, know, on the flip Legacy. side that, Yeah. But on the other side of that, you know, the news was that they've um you know, it's a little thing for doesn't really mean for us like to us a little thing for us but it's a huge thing for japan where they've changed the actual you know x is marks the spot now in every region whereas it used to be circle in japan yeah
0: yeah yeah and and that's that's quite
1: a big hit you know from a cultural point of view yeah
0: yeah absolutely
1: um so yeah so you know maybe it's to save face a little bit because the fact they're doing that let's give them the first look
0: yeah did you see the size comparison side-by-side side with the Xbox Series X, by the way?
1: I didn't. No. I don't
0: know. There's there's questions around this image as well. There's an image floating around on the internet of the two consoles sitting side-by-side side on like a wooden desk bench-type deal. And the, if this image is genuine, which I can't confirm or deny at this point, if this image is genuine, the PlayStation 5 is not just a little bit bigger than the Xbox Series X. This thing is a fucking... Absolute Goliath, and the Xbox Series X is not a small machine. The PS5 no dwarfs it, like it absolutely dwarfs that machine. It's terrifying how big that is. Like if it's that big, if that's real, and obviously the image, like the the one that's doing the rounds of the Japanese YouTuber who's holding the the DualShock, the, the Dual Sense. Sorry, uh, people have been doing like. Fucking like scale comparisons of the guy's head to the pad to the console to try and get a feel of how big it is. (laughs) Just
1: trying to work out
0: perspective. (laughs) Trying to work out perspective on how big this fucking thing is, and all signs point to fucking huge so far. I'm gonna have to build another shelf just for this fucking thing to sit on, and apparently it runs like like deathly silent, which is another thing that people jumped on and went, "Eh, hang on. It should be making at least some noise. Like, everything makes some noise when it's on. Like, even the Xbox Series... uh, Sorry, the Xbox One X is a very quiet machine. Even when it's running, like, the most demanding of games, like a Red Dead 2, for example. It still makes a noise. It's not... it, It isn't whisper silent. And apparently, this PlayStation 5 couldn't hear a fucking thing. So, strange... Look... We can sit and speculate all day. What we need is we need actual hardware in actual hands.
1: Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm just scanning around now, and it seems to be everyone seems to be fixated on this certain nut on the side of it. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: And like, this mystery nut.
1: Yeah. No, no, and you've got to think Sony sitting back going, uh, I really wish we weren't focus on the nut. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're talking about what is this nut? What is this nut? Whereas the Xbox side, they're talking about quicker zoom works. Yeah. Fast loading time works. That this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games that I can't, I can play that I've got look better and play better. Works. Tick, yep. tick, 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 tick. Yep. So, and PlayStation, don't get me wrong, it's still going to sell more consoles initially than next box just because of um, historic precedent. They yeah, will.
0: Yeah. Get that word again. Isn't it? It's legacy.
1: But will, what will be the after you know, the aftermath be in terms of what it actually delivers? Who oh, knows? Know, they could play. They could play a stormer and have everything really. You know really quiet, and then just come out the um, gate storming, and it looks absolutely fantastic, and they nail it. But
0: yeah.
1: you know, in terms of the news cycle leading up to it, it's Xbox's floor.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what else? What else we got on this fucking on this run of short day, Johnny? Uh, should we get into a little bit of? Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, when I talked about. Microsoft and Nintendo being in bed together already. Uh, as if as if they were actually listening to this episode. we got a tasty bit of news this week. <laughs> Further collaborations between Microsoft and Nintendo. Good old Minecraft Steve and his friend or girlfriend or sister or life partner, Alex, plus an Enderman, plus... A zombie plus just a whole host of fucking Minecraft people, a part of the Smash Brothers Battle Pass. Like you're going to get to play Minecraft Steve on on Smash Bros. Uh, I mean, do we need do we need any more proof that Microsoft and Nintendo are fucking pals like pals now? You know what I mean? There's there's more coming out of this relationship. I guarantee there's more coming out of this relationship. This is but the start. We've already had the start. This is just more of the start. This is the end of the start. Like they're gonna go public on Facebook soon. In a relationship. I'm in a t- relationship. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. Are you? Uh, obviously, I know you didn't get the Switch, Johnny. Um, but you have obviously played Nintendo in the past. Are you? And uh-huh. you played. You've played. You've played Switch in this house. So yeah.
1: And I would. And I would play Switch. I, I played on my mates. Um, uh, Zelda. Yeah and and I must admit that was a blast. That was yeah, a blast to brilliant,
0: play. brilliant, Kim, brilliant. Kim. Speaking of Zelda by the way, just a quick segue. Have you seen this uh, Genshin Impact which is on the PlayStation store which is by all know. accounts uh, if fi- if Fortnite ripped off PUBG, then what Genshin Impact has done to uh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is actually murder it. Cut its skin off and wear it as its own. That's <laughs> that's how bad the this whole like ripping off thing's getting. However, a lot of the fucking reviews I'm saying are saying Genshin Impact is actually a better game than Breath of the Wild. Really? <laughs> For being a clone. It's about, I haven't tried it. I will say I haven't tried it. But apparently I. But anyway, back back on track there. You've played Smash Brothers uh-huh. in this house. You've played Smash Brothers Melee, Smash Brothers Brawl, uh, Smash Brothers on the Switch. Are are, are you a fan of Smash Brothers? Do you think? Do you think this sort of tournament fighter type thing? Do you think that's just the way in for Microsoft when we start seeing people drop into arguably one of the biggest For, for Smash Brothers being a collection of every other Nintendo franchise? It is a franchise in its own right, and it's one of the biggest. It's still I mean, one yeah. of the premier esport tournament fighters, Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Like
1: now, let's not forget it's had um, Solid Snake in there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very Sony and um, and Sonic thing, yeah.
0: Which is Sega, but I suppose Mario and Sonic at the Olympics is a thing. So, but yeah. What's, and that being said, yeah. What, what do you what do you think this what do you think this means? We've got Banjo on there. We've now got Minecraft on there. These are they, these are Xbox. First party owned IPs. Yes, I think
1: this is this is the first thing that's going to start, and then um, if I don't know, would would Switch ever put X Cloud on there? It,
0: it, personally, I think that's where we're heading. Yeah, personally, I think that's where we're heading. I think we're heading for an X uh, a Game Pass app on the Switch,
1: and that's... the other way around. Do you get the Nintendo Store on the, on an Xbox?
0: That would be fucking sweet. That like. That would be absolutely fucking sweet, that. I don't know if... I think Nintendo are more open to taking other people's shit on their platform than giving their shit out on the other people's platform. Like, we only just got Mario on an iOS and Android device, like, last year. I know,
1: but it's, it's got to be two weird. I think. I think if, if they realise... they are two different completely setups, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Microsoft are not making a on-the-go console, mm-hmm. Right and if they're going to have struggle with apple and stuff like that they're going to need someone else with an on the, a purpose built on the go console like the switch to be accessible on yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's a, it's a it's a business relationship if it can work into right if you if you can play xcloud through the switch and then we'll give you know, xbox access to a nintendo store everyone plays the games on whatever console they want to buy if 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 big phil is serious about ending console wars this is a f- one step towards it
0: yeah but uh, say here's the thing knowing knowing nintendo the way i do which has been a part of my life since i was a boy with the nes all the way through and knowing microsoft the way i do and knowing knowing the fucking ethos that holds these companies together i can see nintendo allowing or taking advantage of getting game pass app on the switch But at the same time, I can't see Nintendo allowing Nintendo on Xbox. Like, Mm. I don't know, it's just weird. That's Nintendo. That's a very Nintendo move to make. I will allow you to put your shit on my platform, but you keep your filthy fucking hands off Kirby. You get your (laughs) fucking hands off (laughs) Kirby, will you?
1: (laughs) Only I can touch Kirby. Only
0: I poke Kirby. Only I slap this little pink shit
1: Kirby, point out on this sackboy where did you touch
0: you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> what else we got on this fucking doctor Johnny? We're gonna to have to start flying through these. We're fast approaching that hour.
1: Well, I think there's just little bits coming out now. Let's let's go, let's go for this one. You, know, you you tweeted to me or texted me about. Zenimax Online working on a new Triple A IPA. Yeah. IPA. Triple uh, <laughs> A <AAA laughs> IPA. I'll take that.
0: Off. <laughs> Zenimax have diversed away from Game Pass into making beers, apparently. Triple A IPA. Uh,
1: if there's any friends of this show that want to, you know. Brew a special brew for the franchise-based games. Don't, it's definitely uh, got to be a AAA don't, IPA.
0: <laughs> don't don't say that because I've actually I've got Connect. I've got Connect who I might be able to work that out with. I don't want anybody stealing my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut that, cut, that cut that out. I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna cut that out. I wanna reach out. I wanna reach out to so some connect Yes, yeah, so Zenimax made in a they've been making a AAA title since 2018. This is the studio behind Elder Scrolls Online, by the way.
1: So the, he's he's my one thing. It hasn't picked up much traction on the major dirt sheets. This it's very much mm-hmm. at the scrag ends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dirty little scrag ends.
1: But it's 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 um it's tease, it's teasing. You know what I mean? If because like for major AAA titles, you have to be working on it for at least a few years before you're even ready to and like talk about it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, here's the thing: God of War Ragnarok is coming out in 2021. And would have only had a three-year development cycle. So what's to say Zenimax couldn't put something out in 2021, an Xbox first-party exclusive, with that same three-year? Mm-hmm. You could argue maybe God of War had a lot of the assets already built, and they just needed to tart them up a bit. But I don't know. Three three-year is achievable. I'm not saying would I expect to see it in 2021, but I'm just saying it's 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 doable. Sony Sony what, Santa Monica set the bar in? there. I honestly I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know what type of game that could even be. Would it be a console MMO? Not unlike Elder Scrolls Online. Would it be a brand new MMO? Elder Scrolls Online is a great MMO. I've I bought it on PlayStation. I played it for a little bit on there. I then re got it on Xbox. Played it a little bit on there. I say a little bit. There's a fair few hours in there. But like, it it is what it is. It's a, it's it's Skyrim Online. It's the it's the online version of Skyrim. Everybody wanted. That's Elder Scrolls Online. So, are they doing another MMO? Would, I mean, me personally, I don't see a day where I'm going to have the time to, to dedicate to exactly. an MMO. Yeah. And if I was going to jump on an MMO, I think I'd probably jump on Shadowlands. I'd go World of Warcraft. If, if you're going to play an MMO, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. You know what I mean? I played uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, fucking loved that couldn't commit to it other games came out Guild Wars 2, I fucking loved that couldn't commit to it, other shit come out and then console MMOs seem to sort of break the rules a little bit so like Destiny was an MMO first person shooter RPG, looter shooter Like the lines got muddy on consoles because you don't have a keyboard in front of you where you can hotkey a million fucking things like attacks spells buffs fucking nerfs all these shit that you can put on a keyboard you can't you don't have the option of doing that on a controller so they had to get smart which is why we see the division is technically an mmo the yes destiny's an mmo it's do we see them go that route they've did it with elder scrolls online they managed to get Fucking pretty close. Not no. Nah. If you, I mean, if you see the amount of things people can hotkey in World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online came nowhere near that on console. But still, it 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 achieved. You know what I mean? It did. It did manage it on some level. So do we see? Do we, I mean? Have we got another MMO coming our way?
1: I mean, given given its developer and what they do, yes, I think it's probably an MMO.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. I could say that. But like you say not really getting any big airtime, time. So we'll have to just wait and see what comes of that one. Interesting though, cuz the discussion rambles rolls on about Xbox first party, now that they own Zenimax. Oh, it could be an exclusive.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's uh, it's tantalizing to say the least.
0: What else what else we got? What's on the old? What's on the old Docker? Well,
1: you know, um, you messaged me before saying, you know, um, there was a big update coming to a game. And, you know, I typed it in, but there doesn't seem to be an update for Goats. Sashimi.
0: <laughs> I love how when I said to you, Ghost of Sashimi update coming, because you're so used to calling it Goat of Sashimi and not Ghost, you literally googled Goat updates yeah. and expected it to give you Ghost of Sashimi. And instead it just gave you like i don't know, God is installing on a day one patch on <laughs> on actual goats goats on on the when when goats get patched they're gonna have laser eyes uh, just to, just to on, even the playing field we're gonna put wings on some of these things,
1: <laughs> and on the billionth day after the crunching in heaven, <laughs> God created the goats update. <laughs>
0: Patch notes include winged goats, <laughs> goats that shit cheese.
1: But anyway, after I got over my disappointment of no update for goats, um, <laughs> you, yeah, I realised it was a ghost of Shishima. Yeah, uh, update was it? Is it, is it a Le- the Legends update?
0: Legends, yeah, yeah. So it's going to it's going to one point one. So this update contains the Legends multiplayer. Uh, which, I mean, it, I know you haven't yet bought Goat, but the Legends multiplayer that has to tickle your fancy somewhat. It's got to. It
1: does. It does. And again, being round the corner, this is the kind of thing of like,
0: well, October sixteenth. I... That's not that far away at all.
1: No, but I'm talking about like the next gen round the corner.
0: Get it on PS Five.
1: Yeah, on PS Five. But given what we've seen about PS Five versions of PS Four games, yeah. Well, what's the what's the situation going to be? I want some more clarity on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this 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 update, this 1.1 update, comes with legends, new game plus, and more. So the trailer uh, and all the details are over on the PlayStation blog if anybody's interested. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I was really enjoying that game. I was playing it piecemeal, a little bit here, a little bit there. It was exactly what I needed to do. It, I didn't burn out at all the way I was playing it, and then everything else came out, and I haven't touched it since.
1: I, thought... I mean, that's the other thing to go back, like playing that on your PlayStation 5, just the, the player, PS4 version. Yeah. You just want, you wonder what that will make it look like well, and respond.
0: that's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if Ghost of Tsushima was an Xbox game... I could tell you, i put Ghost into my Xbox Series X now, not for a fact it's going to play even better than it already did. I can't, hand on heart, comfortably tell you that's the case for PlayStation 5. Motherfuckers. I
1: just have to trust Sekiro then.
0: Alright. <laughs> do want again and do want Sek- Sekiro again and fucking try and kill them same two bosses for another fucking 72 hours. I'd rather like, just, I, I, I'd rather I am just interested go on in... Demon Souls and die on there for a change. I
1: <laughs> guess <laughs> you will die.
0: I will die Nathanly. a lot, a lot.
1: But there, uh, I am interested in what, what a, to, uh, the multiplayer could be. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, it I mean, looks I... it looks to be fucking sweet. Like it looks to be uh, Japanese myths and legends, and you team up to fight like supernatural sort of myths and legends. I don't think it's going to be your character carrying over from the main campaign either. So you start with a fresh character who i believe you can level up and change your weapons and shit on there so that's that's tantalizing like that's that's fucking
1: well i used i used to love like tenchu was um tenchu man what a game like co-op co- co- play on that which is awesome
0: it was we used to fucking and i don't know how well this game did but it was tenchu z and that's the game that I didn't multiplayer in tenchu and it was fucking i loved it because i was a huge fan of tenchu true story from software on the tenchu ip uh, and Oof. when Sekiro went, but I mean, Sekiro is essentially the that is successor. that is the yeah. spiritual successor to Tenchu. And you've got to wonder how well it would have sold if it had been called Tenchu Shadows Die Twice. You. You know what I mean, I've mm. got that. Is. Have we got anything else on the docker there, Johnny? Uh,
1: you want to mention something about Peter Parker's face? Peter Parker's,
0: Peter Parker's... face? Peter Parker's... <laughs> Peter Parker's face? Fucking Spider Man Ultimate Edition, they've just recast Peter Parker. Same voice, entirely different face, and it's not just like he's being given a polish so he looks a bit better. It's an entirely different face. He looks more like Tom Holland, if I'm honest.
1: It does. It does. Like now, he—he's the thing, right? Their excuse for doing it is for, um, you know, find a better possible face capture for the voice artist, uh-huh. right? Yeah, makes me think. What, what you know? Did it? You know, how how much better is it going to look? The remastered? Are yeah. we talking about a proper ray you know, tracing and shit?
0: Shiny shiny all, edges. All the ray tracing and that's in it. And if that
1: if if that ray tracings going to point out you no know, if it's going to look odd, then I can understand it. Yeah. The other yeah. thing I think is it just a contractual thing from Sony to say make him look like Tom Holland.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> true. 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 Very true. But yeah. Bit of a bit of fucking uproar about that and all for for no real reason. Like the voice actor is still getting paid. Like, yeah, the exactly, the, the guy who exactly. did the face it's, capture. If it's if it's actual mocap than that guy, you've you've got to feel for him. But like, it's just. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how I feel about it.
1: Really it's don't. superficial. You know, it doesn't mean anything. You yeah. know, the question is why. No, really, is it? Was it that? You know, did it honestly look like that bad? The remake with the old old face. I mean, I think it's the question mark about you know. You no, know, I bet everyone would have just what Sony would have sold even better probably, or could have sold it even better if it was said right. You'll get a free upgrade to the remastered edition of yeah. Batman Five. But no, they haven't.
0: Yeah, people wouldn't have been talking about the the recaster on the actor. No. it would have been oh, not at now, all. I get the get the fucking advanced, uh, enhanced version for nothing.
1: Yeah, so that's why they're talking about it, because it's it's a bitter pill, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sugar coating on a bitter pill.
0: Yep. Yep. Right. Where are we at, Johnny? Is that docket clear?
1: That's the docket clear, sir. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. We'll have a quick jump into the dirt sheets, as we do every week, just to make sure we didn't fucking miss anything. Uh, pre-patch for World of Warcraft Shadowlands, and that arrives on the 13th. So if you're a Shadowlands player, you can pre-patch on the 13th.
1: Sony's expecting to sell more PlayStation 5s than the PlayStation 4.
0: That's uh that's a bold claim. By a- game. by
1: by April, so sell over 7 million by April. Really? Uh-huh.
0: Wow. Yeah, Ed Boone's out there tweeting uh about more characters coming to Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, October the eighth. There's going to be a reveal. the The trailer just shows. Uh, I don't know if that's Baraka or just, uh, like what what kind of race is Baraka? A talker is he? So it looks like somebody's chasing one of Baraka's people, but you can't say who it is. <laughs> Apex Legends crossplay beta is uh, is there in the aftermarket event?
1: There seems to be some news starting to build around uh, the Series X getting hot. Oh. Um. Mind you, this is coming from uh, Video Games Chronicle. I've already saw something else about that where they kind of were half-quoting Phil um, Spencer about um, about 8K not being, you know, they're not focused on 8K. And I think the comments from him were saying 8K is probably the the goal to aspire to, Uh but not the be-all and end-all of gaming. And I think, so you start to wonder what the spin of that, but Metro are also that that popular gaming Publication. The, <laughs> you are mean already the
0: free it... paper that often litters the streets of Sunderland? That one.
1: Yes, yes. So early users praise quiet cooling but expect surprise at the amount of heat the console emits. Well, the heat's got to go somewhere. That's just thermodynamics, people.
0: That's thermodynamics, people. That's Johnny's tagline. And that's thermodynamics, people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fully expect, like, PCs get hot. Have you seen the amount of fans in a PC to keep that fucker cool? Like the uh-huh. consoles are essentially now gaming PCs, high-end gaming PCs. So of course they're going to generate heat. They, they are built. It's It's been popular knowledge since day one. The reason they're built this way is for heat dispersal. So it takes all the yep. heat and just belts it straight out and up through the top of the console, which is the best way to do it. Blow it straight up.
1: Yeah. Heat like, your house.
0: Yeah. All right. Chimney stacks. Do you know what I mean? Like you blow heat straight up. Right. It doesn't look like there's anything else on them dirt sheets, Johnny, that I can see. I don't think we've missed any big news. So So we shall wrap it up there, boys and girls. This has been another episode of Franchise Buys Games, the second greatest weekly game news podcast on the planet uncontested. If you've enjoyed what's happening today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Uh, We are available on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Search for The Franchise. There you will find me. Nice guy Johnny doesn't believe in socials. Anything you've got for him, send through me. And if you're being nice, I'll pass it on. If you're not, shame on you. Shame on you. Um, I do stream every Monday, Wednesday, Sunday. twitchtv slash the franchise Johnny is often there, so you know. If you've got any questions or you want any, uh, if you want to discuss anything, drop in at the chat and we'll do it live on stream. Uh, there was a request on stream by friend of the show Ed, who put the request at me and Johnny do a breakdown of the greatest games of the last gen. So we're going to look into that, Ed. Uh, and anybody else listening, on behalf of Ed, we're going to look into that, and we're going to potentially make a little feature out of that. On the build-up to the next gen, what are our top top 10, are we going to say, Johnny?
1: Go top 10, yeah.
0: Top 10 uh, games of the last gen were. That's going to take some fucking doing that, by the way. That's a lot of games. I think there's going to
1: be, there's going to be a lot of honourable mentions. 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 A hell of a lot of honourable
0: mentions. A hell of a lot. And boys and girls, until next time, Liz, say bye, Johnny.
1: Draw. Gay
0: Panthers.